Welcome to Lawyer Business Advantage. This podcast is dedicated to helping attorneys earn more money, get better clients, and spend more time with family. I'm your host, Alej Yajnik, founder of Law Firm Success Group. Smart business guidance for small law firms begins in three, two, one. Hey there, attorney entrepreneurs. Happy New Year. Look, as we head into 2022, we're in the toughest hiring market that I've ever seen in my 20 years of business. And it occurred to me that you might find yourself in one of three situations. You might be thinking about hiring, but aren't sure if now is the right time. You may want to hire, but aren't sure how to go about it. Or hiring for you is in progress. You're conducting a search now for an attorney or staff and you want to maximize your results. So in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing some hiring best practices that have made a huge impact for me and then a huge impact for my clients. These come straight out of my book, Staffing Up, The Attorney's Guide to Hiring Top Talent. It's the first book written for lawyers about how to hire attorneys and staff. And we're going to be going into the section on hiring habits in today's episode. All right. So let's quickly talk about when to hire, because some of you may be thinking about uh, is now the right time to hire or not? Usually the, the dialogue goes something like this. I'm not sure if this is the right time to hire or not, because I'm not sure if I can afford somebody. What I really want to have is I want to have so much business coming in that I have to hire somebody and I will have enough work for them full time. Okay. So I want to unpack this a little bit with you because this is oftentimes a critical mistake that I see attorneys make. And then usually we're having a conversation and they end up becoming a client, but you can avoid some of these things. So the decision about when to hire is, is an important one. You do not want to wait until you have so much work for another person that you go hire that person. And the reason for that is because if that happens, now you're actually doing the work of two people, right? And then as you're doing the work for two people, now you're going to be expecting yourself to go search and source and find another great employee in today's hiring market and then train that person. Oh my gosh. It's just setting yourself up for misery and pain. You don't want to do that. So you want to hire early. In fact, consider this an investment in your firm because that is what it is. You're investing in your firm by hiring before maybe you really need it, at least sooner than you feel comfortable hiring somebody. Uh, and if you're on that edge where you're, you're saying to yourself, nah, I don't know if I have enough work to hire somebody, that's usually a good sign that now is the exact right time to be pulling the trigger and trying to hire someone for your firm. And like I said, one of the benefits of doing that by hiring a little bit early is you're, you know, you're not going to be so overwhelmed with work that you won't have time to train the person. So flip that in a positive way, you're going to have enough time in your schedule to train the person, to hire the person and train the person uh, once they come on board. The second thing you can do there is you're not going to exhaust yourself, which is really good. And the third thing and third benefit there is you're going to have the time to conduct a search because again, in today's hiring market, I mean, I, I hope and wish that you could snap your fingers and have someone in two weeks, but nowadays it's, it's, a, it's a question of months, not weeks when you're looking to hire somebody. So you want to give yourself some runway because as your practice continues to grow, you're going to still be looking for that person, right? And that takes us right into hiring habit number one in the book. And we call that uh, invest attention. So hiring habit number one is invest attention. And the reason we call it that is 
Again, attorneys oftentimes wait too long to hire somebody, right? They wait until they're completely overwhelmed with work, they're totally exhausted, and they have no other choice but to hire somebody. And as we talked about, that's really hard to do because then you don't have the time to do a proper job search. You don't have the time to train somebody. And you oftentimes hire the first person who comes along because they're really, because you're going to be really desperate, right? You're buried with work. You need to hire somebody. It's a tough hiring market. Oh my gosh, someone wants to work for me. Let me bring them on board. And you feel really, really happy and hopeful and wonderful that this person is going to make a great contribution. And then either you fire them right away or they're gone, or even worse, you try and put up with poor performance and set yourself up for months of misery, right? We definitely don't want that. So don't wait too long, right? When you're on that, when you're on that edge, go ahead and go for it and commit to hiring somebody. That's going to give you some options. It's going to give you some time. And you also, by the way, don't need to hire someone full-time. This is another common misconception I see is, is attorneys think the only option is I need to hire someone full-time, whether it's staff or whether it's an attorney. You don't have to do that. There's options. You can use contract attorneys. Or you can use contract staff. You can hire someone, but hire them part-time. Okay. So there are lots of other options and alternatives before you go and hire someone full-time. So I wanted to, to put that aside there too. Okay. So let's go back to hiring habit number one, which is invest attention. I want to make sure you are all aware here. Hiring an employee is going to be much more difficult than finding clients. Okay. I'm going to say that again. Hiring an employee is much more difficult than finding clients. And what that means for you as you run your firm is you're going to need to spend time each and every week trying to hire an employee. Uh, Typically, you want to invest about five hours per week when you're conducting a job search. That may seem like a lot of time, and it is a lot of time. But again, you're making an investment in your firm. And the way you're making that investment right now is you're investing your attention and your time in trying to find this really critical employee. And what you do with that five hours of time is you talk up the job, right? You mention it to everybody you can. You, um, you post it online, you network. When you're networking, you mention it, you call everyone in your professional network, maybe even in your personal network too, right? It's an all hands on deck effort to try and bring in a really good candidate for your firm. So that's hiring habit number one, invest attention, invest five hours a week in bringing the person on board. Okay, so for those of you who want to hire, but aren't sure how to go about it, now you know you have to invest five hours per week, but there's more to it than that. And that takes us to hiring habit number two, which is build a hiring pipeline. You know, it's, it's kind of funny when we talk about hiring, oftentimes attorney entrepreneurs think that it's it's kind of like a switch. Uh, when you want to hire, you flip it on. And then when you're done hiring, you turn it off. But that's not really the way it should be done. The best way to think about it, think about it not as a on or off thing, but think about it as a pipeline, as a continuous flow. And you want to always be hiring, even if you don't have an opening, you still want to be hiring. And the reason for that, well, there's, there's a few reasons for that. One of the things is if you have a good team, employees are going to do things for their own reasons, and you can't possibly predict what they're going to be doing in the next six months. Um, life happens. And even the best employees that you have may have to leave your firm for reasons that are out of their control and reasons that are certainly out of your control. So, you know, when you have a great employee, it's tempting to think that they're permanent. And I certainly hope they are for you, but just remember that they do things for their own reasons. And those reasons have nothing to do with you. It's not a reflection on you. It's nothing you can predict. It's nothing to do with your firm, but they're going to have to do things. And some of that, some of those decisions are going to cause them to leave your firm. 
So if you're always hiring, it's much easier to replace an employee that leaves. The other thing is the best employees are not going to be on the job market for very long if they're on the job market at all, right? Because all the superstar employees are getting calls by recruiters weekly, if not daily right now. And when you're always in that hiring mode, when you're always looking to bring somebody on board, you can take advantage of that attorney who you talk to who says, you know, I'm, I'm ready to leave my firm. I'm, I've just had it. <laughs> okay. You can pounce on that opportunity right then and right there, but only if you're in that mode, in that mindset of always, uh, of always be hiring. So timing is super critical for the best employees. Now, the way you go about doing all this, always be hiring, building this hiring pipeline, you know, getting in this, getting this mindset is to actually build a wish list. And this is, this is something that we can do. You can do on your own. Something I often assign my clients as an action item when I'm working with them is to build a wish list. If you can have anyone on your team, I mean, anyone on your team who you know, who would it be? Look at your network, look at the people you've worked with, the people you've wanted to work with, the people who your colleagues with, and think about who you would have in your firm. If you could wave a magic wand and build this like amazing rock star superhero team, who would be on your wish list and build that wish list. And here's the next step. Once you've got that list built, it's going to have names of people that you probably know, like, and trust. That's why they're on the list. Reach out to them, meet with them, keep in touch, okay? At least a few times a year, if not more often. And always when you're talking with them, ask them, you know, my firm is growing. I would love to have someone like you come on board. What's going on with you? Um, or if that's too forward for you, just say, look, at some point in the future, I'm going to be hiring. I'm going to, I would love to have someone like yourself on my team. Who do you know that you would trust uh, to refer over to me um, at that time? And the reason that you do that right now, even if you're not hiring, it's not so much to get them to jump on board, but it's to have them thinking that, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this person wants me to work for them in the future. So if I'm ever unhappy, with my firm. If I ever want to make a change, I should talk to this person, right? And you would not be surprised. Well, you might be surprised, but <laughs> don't be surprised if when you're talking with them, they say, you know, it's interesting you mentioned that because I'm actually in this situation and I'm thinking about making a change and blah, 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 blah. Or you just get a call from them out of the blue and they say, you know, we've been talking for like three years. <laughs> I'm finally ready. Both of those things have happened with my clients. So building this pipeline, basing it off of the wish list is a great way to get that top talent. It's also a great way to get referrals to top talent because the people on your wish list are going to know other people who are just as good as they are. And so that's a great way to get some of the best referrals that you can for openings that you have. All right, so it's hiring habit number two, building a hiring pipeline. And hiring habit number three is leveraging your network. So what's the most powerful search tool? I know I've already given you the answer, but look, the most powerful search tool is going to be your network. It's more powerful than Indeed, it's more powerful than LinkedIn, it's more powerful than recruiters. It's the most powerful tool you have for finding employees in your net, period, full stop, okay? That's even more true in the tight hiring market that we have today. Okay, that's even more true in the tight hiring market that we have today because People don't have time, right? If they're gainfully employed, they, they may not have time to, to 
go on Indeed or go on LinkedIn or take that recruiter call. They just don't want to bother with it. But if they're actually sitting down and having a cup of coffee with you, whether it's virtual or in person, then they're thinking. And then it's super easy for them to take the next step because all they have to say is they just have to say, yeah, you know, I might be interested. That's it. <laughs> they don't have to apply online. They don't have to you know, spend a lot of time talking to a recruiter who they don't want to talk to, right? It's just a simple question of, ah, yeah, sure. Why not? Let's, let's talk more about it. So it's super easy for them to do and it focuses their attention, but only if you're leveraging your network. So there's a couple of different ways to leverage your network. Uh, one way is to do that directly. Right, leveraging your wish list, like we talked about, having one-on-one conversations with these people a few times a year, keeping in touch. The second way to do it is to broadcast your network over social media, to broadcast your network over email, or to broadcast your network in your networking meetings, if you like, about the fact that you're hiring or your firm is growing and you're looking for these kinds of people to bring into your firm. Or sorry, I should say this kind of person to come into your firm. And that's another point I want to make, which is even if you've got three positions open, right? When you're having these conversations or doing this kind of thing, trying to leverage your network, only discuss one position. And the reason for that is people have a lot going on and they have a mental filing system in their head. And if you give them three asks, they're not going to do anything because they're not going to know which one to deal with. So give them one, they can latch onto that. They can focus on it and they can help you with that. And then, like we said, all three of these hiring habits play together. So investing that five hours each week from hiring habit number one, invest attention, you can leverage that to, to discuss it, to discuss uh, this opportunity with your network, the job opportunity with your network, five hours each week, whether it's one-on-one, whether it's groups of people, or whether it's broadcasting the social media, hopefully it's kind of all of the above. And I want to give you a quick hack here on broadcasting the social media. One of the easiest things to do talk to your website developer and have them post your job description on your website. So that if someone visits your website, there's now a careers page, they can go click on it. They can look at the job description. Okay. Once you have that, then just take that link, put it on social media. And the only thing you have to say is I'm hiring exclamation point, exclamation point, and then link to your career page. That's it. Free advertising on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, you know, whatever your social media platforms are of choice. You can also, by the way, leverage your network in terms of your bar association. Oftentimes they have job boards. In terms of your alumni network, oftentimes they have job boards. And even if they don't have job boards, they have conversations and groups and discussions. So oftentimes by just leveraging your network, you're going to get results. You don't have to do the other things. And oftentimes your network is going to give you the highest quality candidates much higher than online ads, maybe even higher than recruiters, depending on how things play out. What is true about it is it's, you're certainly going to get less noise. So less unqualified candidates by leveraging your network and focusing your network when you're hiring people. Okay. So those are the three things we're talking about here today. I'm going to recap them real briefly. Uh, The first thing is hiring habit. Number one, investing attention. So invest five hours each week. Hiring habit number two, building a hiring pipeline. You want to always be hiring. The best way to do that is to build a wish list. Hiring habit number three is leveraging your network because it's the most powerful tool you will have for finding employees. So I hope you found today's episode helpful today. I would love to hear what you think. Drop me a line on LinkedIn, and I wish you lots of hiring success. 
that's a wrap for this episode of the Lawyer Business Advantage podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. And I want to hear from you. So connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know what you think of this episode. And if you are a solo or an owner of a small law firm, and you're looking to earn more money, attract better clients, or reduce your stress, we would love to talk with you to see how we can help. Request your free law firm assessment by visiting lawfirmsuccessgroup.com. Again, that URL is lawfirmsuccessgroup.com. We look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you for listening. My name is Ale Yajnik. Until next time, remember, you can seize freedom. You can embrace happiness. You can build your perfect practice.